What's happening, everybody? In today's show, we're going to get you caught up on the latest news going on around the conference. That's Mizzou quarterback Brady Cook. Maybe feeling a little confident on himself heading into Knoxville. Also, uh, Mississippi State can attempt to hand Georgia their first loss. Can they do it? We'll give you our SEC Week 11 picks going into the weekend. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are Locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked on SEC. It's great to have you guys along. Today's episode is brought to you by Underdog. Sign up on underdogfantasy.com with the promo code Locked On. That'll get you your first deposit doubled up to 100 bucks. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Remember, Locked on SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. Let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Around the conference. And we start at Mississippi State as they are trying to get Davis Wade Stadium ready for an upset as they are going to stripe out the stadium. The school announced this week a stripe out for Saturday's game hosting number one at Georgia. So you'll have the maroon, you'll have the white, and they'll be alternating like that. Mississippi State coming off a uh, nice win at Auburn last week. And Mike Leach talking this week about Georgia's defense. He said, quote, they are a really talented group. They're aggressive. I think that'd be the best way to summarize it. They're not complicated. They have good personnel, and they're aggressive. They keep it simple enough that everybody can just go fast. That's what makes them tough. Georgia, meanwhile, looking to improve the 10-0. Their defense been dominant all year. They have not allowed over 22 points in any uh, conference game this year. They held their opponents to 13 points or less six times already this year, including Two shutouts against Samford and Vanderbilt. Can the Mike Leach air raid and Will Rogers put up some points on Georgia's defense? That will be the ultimate test for this when Georgia holds the edge in the all-time series against State 19-6 with three wins in their last three matchups. Meanwhile, over at Mizzou, Eli Drinkwitz trying to get his team Back to 500 this Saturday when they travel to Knoxville to face number five Tennessee. Missouri quarterback Brady Cook sounded pretty confident that the underdog Tigers have a chance. He was asked about the challenge of playing in a hostile environment at Neyland Stadium. Cook said, quote, we're battle tested. I think we'll handle it just fine. Don't want to say those kind of things. It issues a challenge to the Tennessee fans. Now they feel like they have to bring it because you don't think Neyland's a hostile stadium. Uh, in Mizzou's last game, uh, they lost 21-17 against Kentucky. Cook was 18 for 26 with no touchdowns and was sacked twice. Uh, the loss snapped Mizzou's two-game win streak, which they had beaten Vanderbilt and South Carolina. Meanwhile, Tennessee looking to bounce back after their loss at Georgia last week. And Tennessee going to finish, finish off their homestand, looking to stay un, undefeated at home this year. Uh, ESPN Analytics, they're giving Tennessee a 92.8% chance of beating Mizzou. The all-time series is tied at 5 Tennessee has won the last three games in the matchup. For the Vols, it's going to be senior day on Rocky Top. Josh Heupel has said it will be an emotional one on Thursday. Athletic Director Danny White announced that the game has been sold out. Now, some good news for Eli Drinkwitz this week as not only got a contract extension, but a significant raise under his newly signed deal. Eli Drinkwitz's salary going to increase from $4 million to $6 million next season with incremental raises every year. 
peaking at $7 million in the final season. His new contract makes him the highest-paid coach in Missouri history in any sport. By comparison, former Florida, uh, former Mizzou coach Gary Pinkle, who's soon to be inducted into the National Football Foundation Hall of Fame, he was making $4 million a year when he retired at the end of the 2015 season. Mizzou announced a new contract for 39-year-old Drinkwitz, extending his original six-year deal for two more years through the 2027 season with three games left in his third season there. Drinkwitz is 15-17 and 17 at Mizzou and 10-14 and 14 in the SEC. I thought, you know, coming into this year, I thought Harson and Eli Drinkwitz are really the only two coaches in the SEC on the hot seat. Obviously, Brian Harson has been fired. But Mizzou, having faith in Eli Drinkwitz, give him a little bit of extension. They believe in what he's doing there. Some of their losses have been close, too, so you got to give them that. They've been competitive in many of their games. So we'll see if he can uh, play a little inspired after getting his new contract. They can go into Tennessee and beat the Vols. That'd be, a, that'd be a big one. Meanwhile, over at Alabama, Nick Saban wanting to avoid a losing streak. He knows uh, the Tide are going to have to get after and slow down Ole Miss sophomore quarterback Jackson Dart. This week, uh, Nick Saban commending Dart for his football IQ and his ability to grasp Lane Kiffin's offense very quickly. Dart has thrown at least three touchdowns in three games this year against A&M, Auburn, and Vandy. And he's run the ball well at times. Ran for over 100 yards against Auburn. Ran for almost 100 yards against A&M. One loss Ole Miss coming off their bye week, while two loss Alabama fell to LSU last week in their first loss at Tiger Stadium since 2010. So it'll be number 9 Alabama at number 11 Ole Miss Saturday at 2.30 Central on CBS. Alabama holds the advantage in the all-time series 53-10-2. And Bama brings a six-game win streak against Ole Miss into this one. Last victory in the series for Ole Miss going back to 2015. Meanwhile, Brian Kelly over at LSU. They're heading out to Arkansas and it's Getting a lot of betting action, according to some of the sports books. Caesars Sports, they put out uh, that they received a high volume of bets on LSU to cover that three-and-a-half-point spread that they put out there this week. It is more popular to bet on LSU than it is to bet on an NFL team. LSU has more money bet on them to cover the spread than 22 of 28 NFL teams that were on the board for Caesars books uh, this weekend. So pretty crazy there. Everybody's buying into LSU. They just beat Bama. How are they only a field goal favorite at Arkansas? LSU coach Brian Kelly talking uh, in one of their videos on the LSU Sports website about having the mental fortitude to not sleep on the 5-4 and four Razorbacks. He said, quote, we've been talking about this since January. The process that we're in is a ki- consistent application of it. It's not let's just do it sometimes to get by on others. If that were the case, we would have ups and downs. This group understands consistently what they need to do and now go back and do it again. Kelly uh, wants LSU to maintain that same maturity that got them to the 7-2 and two record. Meanwhile, Brian Kelly giving an update on injured cornerback Seven Banks. He said uh, Banks has made some good progress but is still listed as week-to-week. He suffered a neck injury against Auburn back in week five and has not played since. Meanwhile, over Florida, Billy Napier and his squad getting ready for South Carolina on Saturday. They can clinch bowl eligibility if they can pull off a win, but sounds like Florida's going to be without a couple of wide receivers in this one. Napier announcing this week that receiver Jaquavian Frazier's is going to miss the game due to a shoulder, sur- shoulder injury. And he says that wide receiver Justin Shorter 
has been limited this week and is questionable for the game. Shorter is second on Florida, 21 receptions, first in receiving yards with 471. So big loss there uh, for Anthony Richardson and company not playing in this one. Florida leads the all-time series against South Carolina, 29-10-3. South Carolina won last year's meeting 40-17 in Columbia. Uh, it's slated for a 4 p.m. Eastern kickoff. will be televised on SEC Network. And meanwhile, Shane Beamer and his crew, they revealed they will be without a defensive back this week. B.J. Gibson going to miss the game with a hamstring injury. Gibson's coming off his best game of the year where he had seven tackles against Vanderbilt in Week 10. He's seen time in five games this year, mostly as a reserve on special teams, but he suffered that hamstring injury in the win over Vanderbilt. Former walk-on seemed to be on his way to cementing a solid role in that secondary. Again, kickoff from Gainesville set for 4 p.m. Eastern. Over at Auburn, Cadillac Williams talking on his coach's show this week, talked about his feelings ahead of his first home game as Auburn's interim head coach. Of course, he was named head coach after Brian Harson was fired back on Halloween. In his first game, they uh, gave Mississippi State all they could handle in overtime before they lost 39-33. Uh, Cadillac said, my mind won't even let me process this right now. Lord have mercy, that is going to be special, very special with a lot of my former teammates out there. They've announced it's, an, it's a sellout, so Auburn faithful still supporting their team and wanting to come out and uh, show out for Cadillac in his first home game as the interim head coach at Auburn with a win. He would improve to 1-1 one and one as a head coach, and Auburn would get their second SEC win of the season. So we'll see if they can do that. And there you have it. That's the latest news going on around the conference. Coming up next, we are going to run through our picks. Got a lot of games this week that we got to run through. Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. I want to remind you uh, that this episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to spice up the college football season. Again, very easy to get started, easy to play while you're watching your favorite team play. I'm looking on the app right now, and they got some SEC action uh, on the higher, lower, over, under um, category here in the pick'em category. They got LSU-Arkansas, and there's a few things I already like on here. I'm looking at Jaden Daniels. They have his higher or lower at 271 passing yards. I'm going lower. I think Jaden Daniels is going to run for some yardage, and he's not going to throw for a ton. I'm going under the 271 Passing. You've also got uh, Rocket Sanders over under 102, 102.5 rushing yards. I'm going to go over that. He is the centerpiece of that offense. And with KJ Jefferson banged up, I think Rocket Sanders, they're going to have to lean on him. And I think he gets over that 102. May not be much more, but I think he gets over that. You can do all of that over on the Underdog app. You can go make your picks, your own picks, just like I did. It's easy to play, available in over 30 states. You just pick between two and five players across any team and decide if they will finish higher or lower than the number that they have on the app. One of the easiest fantasy-to-play games out there, and you can win cold, hard cash in a single game. Sign up with the promo code Locked On. It's one word, no space, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. You deposit 100 bucks. You get 100 bucks. That's how you do it. You just go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store or Google Play Store. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code locked on. Get in on the college football pick em action today. And if you're watching on YouTube, you got it right there at the bottom. You got the promo code, you got the app uh, website where you need to go. Go double your first deposit at the Underdog Fantasy app.
All right, roll on here, Locked On SEC. And man, we got a lot of action to get into this week in SEC Week 11. Crazy, we're already into Week 11 in the conference, but let's uh, jump into it as we got a lot of games. Split them up here. We'll do half here and the other half coming up in our final segment. We'll start with the early games. LSU at Arkansas. Arkansas, a three-and-a-half-point home favorite. This is still the most up-to-date lines as of this recording on a bet online and it's crazy that it hasn't moved more you would think that everybody looking at it saying lsu by a field goal at, at arkansas the line's got to move right tons of money coming in on lsu that's where it still kind of sits look i've watched lsu the last couple weeks i've watched arkansas the last couple weeks arkansas did not look good against liberty a week ago we know K.J. Jefferson's banged up. There's been some reports that he may not even play, that it'll be Malik Hornsby. Some reports say K.J. will give it a go, but he's not 100%, just like he was in a week ago. I'm buying into the Brian Kelly stuff. LSU has been very, very impressive, both offensively and defensively in recent weeks, and big wins over Ole Miss and Alabama, and the schedule's gotten tougher. Can they keep that same focus going into Fayetteville, playing in Arkansas, where it's going to be cold, it's going to be early, I think Brian Kelly gets it done. Give me LSU minus the three and a half to cover up there in Fayetteville. If KJ Jefferson was 100% healthy, I might lean Arkansas on this one. It might even lean Arkansas on the full upset. But I think LSU is on a mission this year. They know what's at stake. Win one of these last two SEC games, and you win the SEC West, and you're heading to Atlanta. I think uh, they'll be focused and ready to go. And, of course, Arkansas with just injuries left and right. Miles Slusher getting suspended this past week. It's just been, been a lot of issues with Sam Pittman this year. Um, Arkansas hasn't been able to take that next step like we thought they would be, would be able to this season. Another one of the early games, it's Mizzou at Tennessee. The Vols have been about three-touchdown favorite in this one, sitting right now at Battle Line at 20-and-a-half. So Tennessee minus 20-and-a-half. This feels like the big bounce-back game, right? You, the offense gets stymied for the first time this year in the loss in Athens. Took them forever, almost the entire game, to score their lone touchdown of the game. And Mizzou's been playing well, man. They've been really good against uh, stopping the run. So if they can do that against Tennessee, good. But it feels like the Vols are going to want to get Jalen Hyde and company loose and score a lot of points. I keep going back and forth on the spread. I, I, I keep saying maybe Mizzou could, can cover it. If, if it was 21.5, I would absolutely take Mizzou plus 21.5. But the fact that it's 20.5, I don't know why. I, I think Tennessee can cover that. I think Tennessee wins by three touchdowns. And I'll take the Vols at home in their final home game, senior day. Going to be emotional. They know it's at stake. Win this thing out, and you still have an outside chance at the playoff. I think Vols... Take care of business. Balls minus 20 and a half. And Eli Drinkwitz with a fresh contact contract takes an L on the road in Knoxville. Next up, it's Vanderbilt at Kentucky. Wildcats 18-point home favorites. It's a lot of points. I wish it was more in the 13-point category. I'd be all over Kentucky. Minus 18 just feels like a lot. But I know Vanderbilt has struggled offensively and particularly defensively. Anthony Orgy's really their one bright spot, making tons of tackles out there. I'm going to take Kentucky minus the 18 because they're at home. Will Levis 
playing a little bit better as of late. Chris Rodriguez in that run game. And injuries again at quarterback for Vandy. Uh, sounds like they're going to go back to Mike Wright this week. So, give me Kentucky minus the 18 at home at Kroger Field. And I think the Cats get it done and uh, get back in the win column. And Vandy just will continue to lose SEC games here on out. And there you have it. That's our first half of our SEC picks. We'll get back into the second half in just a second. But I want to remind you guys about our friends at Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with home security, but you've been putting it off, you want to listen up right now. Locked on SEC listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. It is tremendously easy to use. The product has been demonstrated or has demonstrated that the safety of you, your home, and your family comes first, whether that was helping avert a break-in, the effectiveness of the technology, or just feeling extra supported by their team. Again, 24-7 monitoring agents, uh, Simply Safe tech support staff, they're all there for you to help you. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News & World Report. Third year in a row they've gotten that. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from, from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify a threat is real so you can get priority police response top rated simply safe app as well it lets you stay in complete control of your system anytime anywhere arm or disarm unlock the door for a guest access your cameras or adjust system settings don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that we recommend get 50 percent off any new simply safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on college it's their biggest discount of the year so do not wait simply safe with an eye dot com slash locked on college there is no safe like simply safe all right continue on here with our sec week 11 picks and man there are a ton of games still to get into so picking it back up where we left off get into the afternoon games it is alabama at Ole Miss, the Rebels, 12-point home underdogs at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. I keep looking at this number and saying, I think Alabama bounces back this week. But that's a lot of points, right? Alabama has struggled on the road for in many of their games this year. Texas, at LSU, at Mississippi State, they took care of business. But it just feels like this one is destined to be close. A lot of people are jumping on Ole Miss with the win this week. I got to stick with Alabama. I'm going to take Alabama to win the game, and I'm going to take Alabama to cover the 12. I think Bryce Young, this is his get-right game. I think Alabama's going to load up the box to try to slow down Quinchon Judkins and Zach Evans, and they're going to dare Jackson Dart to throw, and I don't think he'll be able to do it. I think Alabama's DBs play better this week. I think Bama wins. I think it's probably close at half, but I think Alabama runs away in the second half. They cover the 12. Let's say they win by 14 or more, and they beat Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin. They get your popcorn ready comment a year ago. Look, don't go for as many fourth downs this year, Lane. Hopefully he's learned his lesson from that. But all this week I've heard everybody picking Ole Miss to win it. I got to go back with Alabama. They are a two-point conversion and a missed field goal away from being undefeated right now. So, 
Give me Alabama. Still pretty good. Contrary to popular belief, Nick Saban, the Tide, still very much alive. Getting into the evening game, South Carolina is at Florida. Uh, I think it's 4 o'clock Eastern, that one. That will be uh, Gators at home, but missing some of their big-time receivers. How good can South Carolina do on the road running the football? It sounds like Marshawn Lloyd is back and company. And Spencer Rattler just had his best passing game with the Gamecocks. I kind of like it by 8. I will take South Carolina plus the 8, just knowing that Florida is missing those receivers. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. They're going to run the clock. In fact, both teams are going to run the football a lot. This game will be over in three hours. Give me the Gators, or give me South Carolina plus the eight. Maybe Florida still wins by a field goal. If you're looking for a winner in this one, I think maybe the Gators still win, knowing uh, bowl eligibility on the line in this one. So Gators win, Gamecocks cover, plus the eight. Into the night, it is Georgia at Mississippi State. You know those cowbells are going to be clang-a-clanging. You know that place is going to be rocking. At Mississippi State, 16-point home underdogs. We know the formula here, right? We know Georgia's defense is dominant. We know they're going to try to slow down Will Rogers and stymie Mike Leach's offense. question is, what can Georgia's offense do against State's defense? State's defense is sneaky. They, they've had games where they've played very well. Obviously, they gave up. A lot of points, second half to Auburn last week. It's just a lot of points. If I'm taking the spread, I would lean Mississippi State plus the 16 and Georgia to win. If Georgia wins, say, like 31 to 16, you still cover. So uh, 16 points, just a lot. But because I'm saying that, watch, Georgia's going to win like 31 to 3 or something and really just shut down State. But... My inclination is lean Mississippi State in the points. I feel like the crowd is going to be rocking. Hostile environment. Let's see how Georgia responds with their number one ranking. And then lastly, into the night is Texas A&M at Auburn. Two teams just on multiple game wins, uh, losing streaks. Going nowhere fast. But Auburn, a one and a half point home favorite. A little respect to Cadillac Williams getting the team inspired last week and playing tough. A&M, don't know what's going on with them. They had the flu outbreak. They had to go back to Haynes King at quarterback a week ago. The defense has really let me down. I thought that would at least be a strength of this team, and they have not been. But I think I'll lean Auburn at home. I know A&M's got plenty of talent. I know Devon A. Shane's going to run well. But I think Ted Bigsby runs even better, and I think Auburn runs the ball effectively and wins it. Give me Auburn minus the one and a half at home. And there you have it. Those are SEC Week 11 picks. Do what you want with them. We've been pretty accurate this season uh, calling upsets. I remember a week ago I said either Tennessee either Tennessee was going to be Georgia or LSU was going to beat Alabama. I said that a week ago. I said one of those is going to happen. Tennessee did not beat Georgia, but LSU beat Alabama. So pretty good at calling some of the upsets here. <laughs> so... Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out our Locked on Sports Today podcast. It's the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Chris Gordy. This has been Locked on SEC. Join us on Monday as we give you our winners of the weekend, who depressed us from the weekend, and all that coming your way Monday. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll talk to you guys then right here on Locked on SEC.